Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four mud spitting nerds for all of you mud spitting nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Window Goldio, episode 32. Green Day and Oasis Part 3. We made it, y'all. <laughs> We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Watch Along podcast where we watch each and every episode and just. We make silly goofs, it's fun. The stand fight's so nice. Rocky did it (laughs) four times. (laughs) (laughs) We get to the fourth episode featuring these two. Oh, God. Why couldn't we have had four episodes of Squallor? Squallor. We already figured it out. And they had more charisma. Four episodes of Pulpa. (laughs) Because <laughs> HR Popo will always be there when you need him <laughs> HR Popo will never be there when you need him That's his job I'm sorry, Julia, my boy But your claim for unemployment is denied This was a legitimate firing You see, you didn't show up for work on time VEC Popo <laughs> And that's what we're going, exactly what we're going to say to the unemployment office. <laughs> it's just business, my boy. <laughs> now, Joey, say Squala. Also, we require you to return your uniform. <laughs> now, now, Joey, say Squala in your Popo voice. Squalo, my boy. <laughs> We've been getting a lot of reports of inappropriate touching from your partners. Normally, I wouldn't care so much, but you see, there are quite a lot of them. <laughs> hey, Tiziana never complains. Well, and we're—it's getting difficult now that we, since we've been firing all your previous partners, and we would like this one to last slightly longer before terminating their employment for again complaining about your touching. God. <laughs> all right. Who's sticking with Tiziano? He seems like he might be your type. I don't appreciate Ah. that HR Bulbo. (laughs) (laughs) It's just what's good for the business, my boy. After all, you are the nephew of the boss, so. (laughs) And he is a shareholder. And what are we going to do? Fire him? <laughs> this is just making me sad now. Yeah. Like I just, I hate everything. Like especially with the act of Blizzard stuff and like. Mm. Yeah, sorry, it's a nightmare. I have this is not an emulatable person. I, I am choosing to make Polpo a bad villain because he also excused murder. Like to be clear, that's the joke. I hate it. All right, Tim, what is this bullshit you likely posted here? Oh, you don't want an Iraqi story to start us off with? Because that's what Green Day facts. Did we not get Green Day facts? 
Or was that earlier? I think we got it during uh, part one <laughs> of three. Like, just, we had to spend four episodes with these people. <laughs> All right. Damn it. All right. Hirohiko Araki. There's something I think about whenever I go to a place with old buildings like the Roman Colosseum. I feel a robust courage emerging in me, knowing that during the happy times and the sad times, during wars and recessions, during joyous weddings and the struggles of past artists, during Audrey Hepburn's time here, during both rainy days and sunny days, this building has always, always been here. Now, if there were a building like that in Japan, where might you find it? To be continued in vol- volume 62. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why was Audrey Hepburn in that list of disasters? You know what she said. It was supposed During to be... the sad time, wars, and the struggles of past artists, and when Audrey it, it Hepburn... It starts arrived. with happy times and sad times, so... <laughs> it's like four negative things in a row. And Audrey, <laughs> and Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Joyous weddings and the struggles of past artists, and I imagine it's because Hepburn spent some time like filming a movie here or something. Yeah, probably, and, uh, but it really comes off like he thought that was one of the also, great disasters. We know, <laughs> we know that Iraqi's a huge Audrey Hepburn fan because she referenced her in uh, fucking Diamond too, didn't he? Or Stardust, one or the other. Yeah, something like that. Know. Maybe he just yeah. fancies himself the modern day Audrey Hepburn. What? <laughs> you heard him. You heard him. Anyway. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a fight between Seko and Pucciarati. <laughs> Boy, it's not quite last episode, but it's something fucking else. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a different flavor of absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm always here for a Bruno fight. Have you, like, if you've got one, you can give it to me and I will enjoy it. Oh, yeah. This Bruno's is what good. I'm here for. Fuck Giorno. Bruno because is he- where it's at. Giving me more zipper man making zippers will always be enjoyable. Absolutely. So, so this this kind of starts with the ruins of Rome as everyone's like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Uh, it, yeah. I mean, first we get a recap of fucking... Of course. I There's a lot of time wasted in these episodes to drag it out to four parts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We get a recap at the beginning of each one, and like <laughs> we get we get like the there, same there's... shots each time, but like different angles for some reason. <laughs> like you didn't. <laughs> I know you don't want to pay your animators, yeah. like, but why did you make them do this? <laughs> uh, Just... Rome is saved, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. Did it. I I like that Seko gets the second voicemail from Chocolate, who again. This voicemail makes it clear that he was sending this message while he was playing dead. Yes. Like, how? When did you have time to do this? It is extreme. Like, it's fucking perfect that Araki just does this to your face. Yeah. Literally, this is Araki staring at camera while chuckling. I'm sitting. Don't worry, Seko. I'm pretending to be dead while Giorno tries to say something to me. You'll never find out. Anyway. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe it was a text message that just reads out <laughs> fucking Chocolata's voice. <laughs> I can bet his his disembodied hand texting. Yeah, that's what <laughs> took him so long to get to me stuff. <laughs> uh, so stupid. we we see the turn because it's like Chocolata's like I might die here, and Seko's like eh, whatever. 
<laughs> and then like throws the phone against the wall. <laughs> I didn't like you anyway. You fucking nuts. weakling. You yeah, it's just like, strong. oh, you lost. You mean nothing to me now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to be called submissive and breedable by a weakling like you. <laughs> I love this lunatic turn. Like, this is not what you expect to happen. And it's just somehow so much worse. Yeah. It just, it really drives home how unhinged this man is. Like, it somehow in a way that the previous episodes hadn't quite gotten me there. But it being like, fucking loser. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I really love how he destroys uh, Chocolata's camera. He like he melts spits on it. <laughs> yeah, he he spits on it. He melts it down. Like he makes it soft and then crushes it in his hand, which he could have done anyway, because he has the strongest stand that's ever been made. Apparently, <laughs> it's not clear how his power works. No, <laughs> no, it's not. But <laughs> anyways, he, he he knows he needs to go to the Coliseum now and see. He starts on his way to sprint towards it, and you see his. Dummy thick cheeks. God, his fucking huge ass. I love how Chuckalotta's like, yeah, those idiot sex pistols told me they're going to the Coliseum. <laughs> God damn it. I, I love it. This is good. This is really good, and I like it. Sucker's a nightmare. So now it's, now it's a death race, which is, sort of. <laughs> it is always what I want from any piece I, of media is death race. <laughs> right, it is objectively the best type of media. It begins with Giorno spearing a, a freaking street Bruno, sign Bruno, out of Bruno, Bruno. Oh, what did I say? Giorno. <laughs> it begins with Bruno spearing a freaking street sign at him. Of course he dodges it, but I love the stupid zipper guillotine thing he yes! does. Yeah. It's halfway unzipped and getting reset. Because it's also clearly not what happened in the previous animation. <laughs> no, no, like, I, I, Araki does this so frequently, where it's just like, I'm going to show you one but, thing and then just show you something that contradicts it completely. But it's so cool, the concept of like this, this pole being used as like a pair of scissors that yeah. try to chop off the guy's head. It's really cool. And then he kicks it back at him like it's fucking Ganon Dennis. <laughs> he be, Jorna, er, he makes the ground there. soft and then kicks this fucking like stone emplacement at it. That's it's, she's so strong. It slices <laughs> Bucciarati's neck, like his throat. Yep. That's another death for Bruno Bucciarati that he will not have to answer for. <laughs> God, it, it's. All of Bruno's fights are so cool. He's like hanging on the pole, goes for a punch, but cuts the pole. So now there's like two things coming yeah. out of the pole. Yeah. So dynamic and, and cool. And His now Sticky he goes, Fingers is so good. It, in order to. Th- the fight resorts to pole dancing now. Yeah, it's great. The ideal. We get to see Bruno pole dancing. <laughs> I just love this like static PNG of, of Bruno sliding down this pole. Look, y'all. This single mother needs to support her family. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like in Photoshop, just like dragging the still image down. <laughs> it's very good. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, Seko's got telescopic vision and can see Polar App a mile away. He's, gonna get... he's, like, Did you... he's, he's seeing like... the glint off the binoculars, the scope for the glint. He, he also correctly identifies him as being in a wheelchair. Like, he's like, he you saw that man in a wheelchair, the glint right? off the wheelchair. <laughs> Is this one of his primitive abilities? 
His primitive talent, yeah. <laughs> primitive yeah. Talent. You're right. My bad. Uh, God. This is very I'm stupid. like, how can you like see it. that? I think I saw some prosthetics, too. What? <laughs> He's in the dark two miles away. So he goes to turn to kill Bruno. And Bruno hides behind a sheet of glass and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. literally what happens here. He's like, "Where did Bruno go? He just hid behind it, this it trans- a transparent <laughs> sheet of glass." <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Seko can't be that hard to trick. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like he's it's like holding up fig- a blanket and then just like disappear. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he still can't figure out like the disappearing thumb trick. <laughs> Chocolata definitely did that blanket trick with Seko. <laughs> Chocolata, where'd you go? <laughs> he jumps into the fucking floor about it, <laughs> trying to find him. <laughs> also, Chocolata did the disappearing thumb trick, but actually disconnected his thumb. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. There was definitely. no trick, he just did it. Uh, <laughs> Very sharp scalpels. <laughs> Uh, so is- Seko gets really upset is like hey hey this is my thing you can't go into the ground like that that's what I do <laughs> no don't see your name on it as- <laughs> um, I- and so Bucciarati running through the ground um, makes my brain hurt no, I love. I, it. I like. I try to wrap my head around the lo- like, what sort of logistics makes this work, and I I I, I gave up. A lot he's of running, sinkholes in Rome. He's <laughs> running underground, zipping through the solid matter periodically. So I guess the zipper zone has a limit, and then he needs to unzip from the zipper zone into a new zipper zone. I guess he's he transposing himself in there. What's happening? I don't know what's happening. It's just like physics ceased to exist. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Is- I, made, I did the classic mistake of thinking too much about it. <laughs> so is this legally distinct from Seko's power, or does he, does Bruno just know the organization's legal department and he knows they never got around to filing the patent on uh, Oasis here? <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruno, but because you got your stand on company time, it's actually company property. <laughs> <laughs> and Major Eyeslayer is like, look, he, he, he can run underground, whereas Seko can swim underground. It's legally distinct. Yes, but as it clearly states in your contract, all intellectual property or stands created while you are employed by your passione or property of passione. Please leave sticky God. fingers here at the door so we don't have to get the lawyers involved. But when I returned the lighter, <laughs> it was lit and you accepted it. So which means you accepted that I didn't get a stand from whatever mechanism would have given me a stand in this test. You were employed by Passione at the time, and it doesn't matter how you got your stand or whether you used any company resources for it. It is bullshit. I'm, t- take- I'm taking you. I'm taking you to court. This is not going to hold up. Good luck. Yeah. Anyway, can Seko breathe under water? Yeah. Ground? Ground? Under mud. <laughs> uh, he drinks dirt. <laughs> 
So he can breathe down there. He can also swim faster than Bukharani can run. And this isn't water. Like, he can swim in mud faster than Bukharani can run. (laughs) Well, see, he's actually just forming the mud back into solid behind him and propelling himself that way. He's not actually swimming. (laughs) It's like the elbow trampolines, but on a larger scale. Yeah, sure, why not? Um... So it, it, it seems to us that Seko is tracking him through sound. And he, he like, we like get a little bit of this by seeing that there is like a like a was it a pipe just smacking against another pipe? Yeah, Bukarati set a tricky trap for him. Oh yeah. Yeah, he cut a pipe in half and then just like set it to spring back and forth at itself. Like I Yeah, and this is to set the like I guess lay the the evidence for later. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this, it's, this doesn't it's for to me. Es- yeah, it's to establish that Seko is navigating by sound, and as long as Bukharati stands still, Seko can't find him underground because he's not breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zombies so, don't have to breathe. We then get just I. This is so disturbing. What happens here? <laughs> the way Seko's like, mm-hmm. all right. Stand still if you want, Bukharani. I'm just going to chow down on this asphalt. You can't just hide in the dirt if I eat time. all of the dirt. <laughs> it is so disgusting how he eats. Like This is I'm, animated A-plus David Productions. Absolutely. I was disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> like Maybe more than, you know, Chocolata last episode. It's, Why it's is his disgusting. tongue so long? <laughs> I'm sure Seko had a hand in that. <laughs> he kept Chocolata. on adding tongue? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I bet Chocolata had a thing. God. So he spits the turret up in the air where it hardens into spears falling into earth. And Bruno dies mud. for a second time this fight. <laughs> As he gets a dirt spear deck. through the fucking throat. That is oh. a brutal image. It's pretty rough. I like it. This is and, hardcore, and I like it. This is an interesting use of Seko's power that isn't quite... I mean, it's stupid. Don't get me it wrong. It should work. I mean, this it, is should, not, it should not work, no. <laughs> but I, I think disgusting. it's... Interesting, at least. Yeah. It's it's definitely disgusting and definitely interesting. I like And this. completely I like bullshit. <laughs> I like this a lot. So, we cut over to our hero, Jean-Pierre Paul Mohamed Looking at the Abdul. left... <laughs> <laughs> we uh, is this one yeah we actually get the title card of john pierre bonnereff 36 year old frenchman <laughs> like we get the cut he's like me and my allies went to egypt where i got to this arrow we see the crusaders and it's kind of good to see him even though he's really fucking roughed up it's kind of weird that frenchman is what they decide to go with <laughs> yeah not like stardust crusader or you know stayed user god Tim. Yes. Paul Ruff seems like he's been through a lot, you know. Eye plucked out, absolutely brutal, no more legs, but we can rebuild him, right? <gasps> we have. Stronger, <laughs> faster, better than before. We have the technology. We have the technology, <laughs> but we're not going to use it. We're anyway. not going to use it. We're going to use budget parts. <laughs> oh, does that remind you of anything, though, Tim? It does now. <laughs> Polnareff, the six dollar man. (laughs) 
Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Western Cinema Reference. I'm Tim, and this week we're going to talk about a not exactly reference, the fun mess that is The Six Million Dollar Man. The Six Million Dollar Man is a series based on Martin Caden's 1972 novel, Cyborg, and premiered from 1973 to 1978, running for five seasons and three made-for-TV movies. The series follows astronaut Steve Austin when he's involved in a terrible plane crash, and as the famous line goes, Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. And make him a cyborg. He becomes a government agent and fights Russians, robots, Sasquatch, and Americanized Daleks. Every episode is him going to a new location and helping some of the local people with some sort of problem. Anytime Steve used his super strength or speed that being a cyborg gave you, it was accompanied by this delightful sound effect that I'm sure is somehow etched on your heart. And some sweet slow-mo that absolutely wasn't used to pad the time of the episodes. And if you can't tell, it's cheesy and comfortable and just some good old-fashioned American television. The only awards the show ever got was in 2003. The actor who played the $6 million man, Lee Majors, won TV Land's Superest Superhero. The show had its fair share of famous actor and actress cameos, with my favorite being Andre the Giant as Sasquatch, but also lesser names like Farrah Fawcett, Sandra Bullock, William Shatner, and both George's Foreman and Takai. The series has been off the air for about 50 years, and yet it's still ingrained in modern-day television and movies. It's been referenced in everything from The Benny Hill Show to Sesame Street to even stuff like Shrek or Anchorman. Fun fact! If The Six Million Dollar Man was made today, he would have cost $28 billion. While doing research for this bit, when I typed in The Six Million Dollar Man, that's one of the questions that came up, so uh, thanks Google. I don't really know what else to say. I'd, I'd recommend this show as a background show if you're looking for one. It's fun in a lot of good, good ways. Alright, okay, let's get back to it. Mission Control, Steve, what is it? What's wrong? I was hoping you could tell me. He's alive. He lost an arm, two legs, and one eye, but he's alive. I'm not sure he'd want to live if he can't be the man he was. What if he could be more than the man he was? We have the technology to rebuild him. I want it done no matter what the cost. He's the Yeah, Tim, they had the technology. Didn't use it, but had the technology. <laughs> I, like, I, I want to remind you that, that Stroheim was like cut in half and blew himself up with a grenade. <laughs> yep. And came back significantly better than this. You know, that was the power of German engineering. <laughs> and I want to say, again, that was also 
70 years prior to this? <laughs> Best we got for Polarev is two peg legs and an eye patch. Maybe <laughs> like the pirate look, man. The Speedwagon God. Foundation gave him the full... I don't know, full metal alchemist, but he kept on losing the parts. This oh, is what this, he has to live with this for like two months, bare minimum. No, the 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 Speedwagon Foundation dropped this man like a hot potato. <laughs> Joseph has fucking auto mail that functions and like pulls in a wheelchair. He's in a fucking wheelchair. It's a science exists in this universe to give him functioning legs. Not just functioning legs. They could literally like turn him back into himself plus a crotch gun. Like I know. <laughs> Josuke exists in this universe. I know. This would take one phone call to your bestest buddy. <laughs> yeah, like your only like, friend in the entire world is Jotaro Kujo and <laughs> friends of strong Jotaro, word. Yeah, uh, Jotaro well, told the Speedwagon Federation, I hate that fucking guy. Blacklist him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not been answering Polaris calls, has he? <laughs> this is what happens when you do your fusion dance with your stand. <laughs> I hate this eye patch. It reminds me too much of, of Malone. Uh, I like this way. weird. Like plastic see-through eye patch. <laughs> I, I, it's I so like weird. It. It's a little. Weird. It's it's weird. It's, it's pointless. Okay. It's po- it, the <laughs> purpose of an eye patch is to hide your your hideous eye socket from people so they don't have to look at it. No, like, you have to look at this. No, he's turning it into a fashion statement. Like that's why somebody who would wear one, right? Like it's and still like. It, no, you can't see out of it. Why is it transparent? <laughs> I love that he's got corset laces on his fucking spray-painted-on shirt. (laughs) It's just a muscle shirt with corset laces. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Oh, man, our mid-card. Our mid-card was the Colosseum in Rome. Rome will exist as long as the Colosseum does. When the Colosseum falls, so will Rome. When Rome falls, so will the world. A quote from a certain medieval monk who saw the Colosseum. Okay, <laughs> and it has that fucking statue. The, the SPQR. We, we saw that at the Smithsonian. We saw that at the Smithsonian. Like a, <laughs> it's Romulus and Remus suckling from the mother wolf. Only it's the most cursed image. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. No, it's terrifying. Huh, it's rad. Wolf, the face on the wolf. No animal has ever existed with that face, and never should there be an animal with that face. I mean, this isn't accurate to the actual statue that we saw. That's exactly how it looked. (laughs) I'm sorry you can't appreciate art, Joey. You know what a wolf looks like, right? Yeah, of course I know what a wolf looks like. (laughs) Well, it's not like they had, like, a model... It's not like they had a wolf on set, like, like in their like artist studio when they were sculpting the thing. I, the wolves weren't invented recently. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know, it's hard to to, to make things from memory. I, I guess. <laughs> I I I follow this TikToker right now that uh, shows you medieval drawings and is like, hey, what what mo- what animal do you think this is and then they'll like <laughs> okay that, that actually sounds fun <laughs> it was like it was like a lion that had wings and it's like this is you know this is from this 
And this medieval poet said, like, if it climbs in your trees, all of the fruit in it will die. And it's oh. like, <laughs> it's immune to fire, said this medieval poet. <laughs> what do you think it is? And you're like, uh, I have no fucking clue. And like, it's like, it's a, a salamander. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll have to find. I'll have to find it again. It's real. It's very funny every time, and you, I get so mad every time. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Overall um, positive experience. So, so Polnareff is staring at just like a web page of uh, of our boys. <laughs> it's just my staring at account. them longingly. I guess <laughs> who's his top five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, since since the Stardust Crusaders uh, blacklist me, since they 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 leave me on uh, red, uh, uh, these are my only choice. <laughs> Got to move up, Bruno Bucciarotti. <laughs> the Stardust Crusaders, plural. You say the only ones I left other than Polnareff were Jotaro and Joseph. <laughs> I'm just imagining the Bucci gang checking their web pages. Hey, I keep getting friends requests from <laughs> Silver Cherry Baby and. <laughs> He won't stop. He keeps making new accounts every time I block him. Oh, <laughs> Don't leave Polnareff on red. His name is Silver Cherry Baby. I hate that. <laughs> God, these legs. God, we get a close-up on the fucking legs. They're, they're like fucking pink legs. So anyway, Bruno <laughs> runs away from Seko. We get this glorious chase sequence where... <laughs> Seko swims through a Windows Media Player visualizer. Shorta <laughs> runs away on the bottom half of the screen, and the top is Rome. It's it like it's an incredible piece of animation. <laughs> um, I feel like this exact scene is um, the animation director just didn't know what to do. Understandable. It's just, they, they probably looked at the manga panels and be like, "This is." Nothing. This is <laughs> this literally can translate to nothing. Right, yeah. I, I think it was void behind them the whole time. <laughs> just like how would they just skip now? Not doing that. There are not two boats separating from each other. What the fuck, <laughs> You know, I can. I I'm just gonna give the the animation director the benefit of the doubt. Like this, this is a hard task to come oh, up yeah. with something that looked good. Oh, I wasn't joking. I actually love it. <laughs> what they did, I think, is good. Um, I think it's acceptable. <laughs> uh, it's, so, a ver- it's a very esoteric concept. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bruno starts melting, because, sure. Sure. <laughs> he's turning into the mud also. No, he's turning soft. Don't turn and my boy soft, Seko. Then we then we get the the the, the entire fight, which this fight could have been two minutes. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> as I'm, Bruno's like, I'm sure there was another car somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, like other stand fights and maybe like Diamond would have been, you know, a minute of them fighting, running away, and then the car. There was a lot in between. Here. I I actually like a lot about this fight in the fact that it's. Seko does something, then Bucciarati does the same thing, but in a different way. So, like, yeah. it, it, like so he punches a streetlight. He comes up for air, punches a streetlight, uh, and it, it shatters into a bunch of pieces, and it falls down trying to hit Seko. And I'm like, okay, so it's him basically doing the same sort of thing back at Seko, and I think that was kind of interesting. I thought that like, was just a his preference. Uh, presence. Bleh. This entire fight 
exists just for the the scene starting in 1539 where we get this ridiculous weird distorted seco <laughs> like his face is like elongated his, his hand is like the size of the earth like i don't know it's just <laughs> very weird. oh yeah <laughs> i look we've got this crazy dude we need him to look fucking crazy it's it's fucking deranged yeah it's good if it like what, what more do you want? Oh, then we get then we get Zeppeli punching the frog as Sego's coming down on Bucciarati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he found Bucciarati because Bucciarati snapped one of his fingers on his own face. It's Zeppeli yeah. punching yeah. the frog. Look at the fist, the, the giant fist, <laughs> and, and like like everything's getting absorbed into the mud so that like Bucciarati can stay under uh, mud so that you can Seko can get to him. And you see, if you see a little closely in the background, you can see a car falling in. Yep. Uh, and while Seko goes towards uh, Bucciarati, Sticky Finger comes out and punches the the tire of the car. I need to point out that Bruno does not simply manifest his stand here. Sticky Fingers comes out of a zipper like a fucking Smash yes. Brothers yeah. entrance. Like, this, this should happen every time. <laughs> That is the ideal. Uh, we do get the fucking color shift here. That's so fucking good. Uh, sticky fingers in red looks fucking on point. I love it so oh, much. Oh, Bruno in red looks good. so good here. Yeah. It's and Seko in fucking tan. So the idea here is the the sound wave produced by this car under the earth, since it's in a solid... Uh, the sound will travel better and will rupture Seko's eardrums. Yeah, He's basically setting off a depth charge here. Uh, yeah. Which like, is, I mean, that's fine. Like, I think this is, makes sense. That's a the, the, this visual, is a few things that make sense. <laughs> the visual of Seko's eardrums rupturing is beautiful, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a weird thing to say. The sound with the lightning coming across and as it like blows out the speakers is very good. Yeah. Like smoke really goes it. out of his nose and his ears <laughs> and this weird psychedelic colors are in the background. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like blood just spewing out of his ears as he falls down with his weird ass tongue hanging out. And <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> this, I, I like, it's like lunatic the rest of this fight has been this felt like a very fun and fair way to beat Seko because Bruno's like now you can't A can't hear B you have like no equilibrium or vertigo anymore he can't use his power because he can't see underground oh yeah uh, Bruno ruined this man yeah it's great it's oh, perfect. he fucking like, killed him yeah like oh he didn't <laughs> kill him yet <laughs> yet <laughs> i mean it's pretty close already but he's about to yes <laughs> bruno's like i can do this because i'm sort of a zombie so this probably won't affect it's me. probably have fun, one. That's one have fun loser <laughs> i don't feel pain anymore <laughs> i i love seko uh surfacing into a poster of a woman and screaming and then looking over at a dog and screaming and i'm like <laughs> rocky really showing what you're afraid of <laughs> <laughs> hey, when he Whatever. first surfaced he, he his leg gets run over by a truck oh yeah <laughs> i forgot about like, hitting him getting hit by like 12 cars it's like cartoon crush <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's flattened like a pancake that that that's never walking again yeah it's basically severed. As Bruno emerges, and I love this like 
<laughs> just nonchalantly <laughs> leaning on the hole. <laughs> they're having a conversation at each other as Bruno explains something. He's like, wait, you can't hear me. Can. As Psycho shouts it back at him. <laughs> Bruno can't hear either, for the record. But I, I know. It's very funny. It's just two people monologuing at each other. Uh, like, they act like Bruno can still hear. He absolutely cannot. Like, his eardrums are blown out, too. That body is, there's nothing left. Like <laughs> No. Uh, so, Bruno can hear, but it's not with his ears. It, things get it's with really his heart. It's with, it's with his zippers. Um, it's with his stand. Yeah. yeah he, his stand. he actually zipped up his ear canal so they wouldn't be damaged. Ooh. <laughs> yep, there you go. There we go. We did it. Grant solved it. <laughs> Have anything to say uh, about Seko's hostage here? <laughs> Seko mean, reaches out and grabs a random hostage that we've never seen. I mean, his, his his hat is monogrammed. Like I, <laughs> Wait, is it? It's D. It D for dope you. Oh, D for, it's D for the Detroit Lions. I don't. <laughs> I love when he grabs he grabs Dapio here and is going to use him as a hostage as Dapio's bag falls down and has like three fake phones in it. <laughs> so many fake phones in it. <laughs> An embarrassment of phone. What what is the claw thing he has? There's a claw thing in his It's another bag. phone. <laughs> is that <laughs> Haven't you ever seen a phone before, Joey? Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> As Jordo gets sweet revenge. Oh, this Bruno. is it. Bruno gets sweet D- revenge. God, I, I've done it like five times. I know. As I Bruno know. gets sweet revenge and donuts the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right. Oh, if only I'd just it's let great. this go for a little bit longer. <laughs> like, it's really upsetting how Seko is melting his face. Yeah. We could have just ended the, the, the whole season right here and with one punch. One punch. One punch. So Butcher, the, the sticky fingers like donuts through uh, Dopio into Seko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Seko gets z- unzipped. I, I don't know exactly what's I happening. Have no here. idea what happened to Seko I, because he's sort of unzipped and sort of melting. It looks like he got unzipped and then rezipped in a weird way back to himself. Yeah, uh, I think Bruno zipped Seko's arm to himself as he was using his, his uh, stand power. So he is using his stand power on himself. Okay, that okay. tracks. Sure, it, uh, that not totally accurate, but like. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That was fine. Anyway, he just staggers away. It would have been fine. <laughs> he staggers away into a, a garbage truck. It's like, oh, Chocolata, you're here. The <laughs> yep. same garbage the truck. The same garbage truck. <laughs> that didn't have people dying in it. It's really quite beautiful in a way. Yep. Don't you don't you want to be garbage cubed with your one love? No. No? no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well... Come talk to me when you find the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the opening scenes on the Death Star and A New Hope, you know, they're very formative for a young man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really get there unless I'm being crushed by garbage. <laughs> man, your fetishes are getting really specific. <laughs> Oh, man. And so we end off the episode with uh, Bucciarati staring at his hand, just, just disintegrating on him. 
His, his body is really is falling out. apart. Yep. And Dapio is about to do his finishing move. Of donutting him. Oh, the, I don't the Thunder <laughs> Cross split attack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to stick his fingers into his throat and drink his blood. Um... I would believe that. I would believe that the boss could do that at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, so, Victor, how'd you like the episode? <laughs> what a fucking ride, man. Like, I... T- <laughs> Uh, I was not looking forward to these two episodes before I watched them. And then I did watch them and I'm like, okay, okay, enough cocaine was involved here that we stopped <laughs> doing things that were, like, offensive and just started doing things that were terrible. Like, I did, it's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> just absolutely Pretty lunatic. accurate. There's an absolute lunatic energy that permeates <laughs> these two episodes. <laughs> Rocky was out of his goddamn gourd, man. Like, I... <laughs> Uh, is beautiful. This is fucking great. I love watching stand users that deserve it just eat it. <laughs> it's like it's a Steely Dan beatdown, but on somebody who deserves it more, but also like uh, from an arc that like builds it up less. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't know. A lot of decisions were made. I'm not sure all of them were necessary, but here we are. And what a what a ride. <laughs> I could afford it to be at least an episode shorter. <laughs> now Sekiro Dear eating God. dirt will live inside your heart forever, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the part I would have kept in. Absolutely. I don't need five minutes of people running under uh, under the ground. Like that was a lot. It's like uh, it, at least this one ends on a on like several good moments. Like they once Bruno hits the depth charge, that's when we actually have like coherently good from there to the end of the episode um, yeah, i think so like unlike the, the last fight which just like there are moments <laughs> interspersed throughout that are okay but that none of them connect to each other and there's a lot of garbage in between and the and ending the makes no sense <laughs> i just uh <laughs> what what a ride yep what a ride he turned into a stag beetle and not you know like a fucking elephant or something I <laughs> elephants can't fly victor that's stupid <laughs> anyway uh thank you thank you all for watching this is uh or where can we find everyone well you can find me on twitter at los grantolinus that's los underscore grantolinus you can find me tim at big blue zam we'll be posting a polnareff doodle Ooh. Ooh. He, has, he doesn't have the prosthetics in this doodle. Uh, <laughs> He's cut off right at the knees, just like in real life. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars. Get your podcast episodes in your usual places Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joestar All Stars, Fireside.fm. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com or join us on the official unofficial Discord server set up by Dune. It's pinned on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we post dumb memes there, sometimes talk. Yeah. And thank you all, each and every one of you for listening. Uh, this is a lot of fun to do. We hope you enjoy it as well. If you like it, uh, leave a five-star review somewhere. Tell a friend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, boy, Victor. We're on the home stretch now. Oh man, fuck! How many episodes? Do we have there's left? still some crazy shit. I think going there's on. seven to nine episodes left. I... Yeah, there's not many. Uh, hold on, I can actually just look oh, at okay. this. We are right at the one, fuck, two, three, four. There five, are seven six, episodes. Seven left. more episodes. That is not oh, a lot. Ready. Thirty-nine oh, wow. is not a not a 
proper number of episodes for a season. Um, well, they had the three. They, they have, um, yes, I know. I know. It's a full 52-week year because three fu- – or sorry, 42? That's still not right. Uh, <laughs> when, yeah. when's that 39, 39 actually is three seasons, right? I just don't know how they managed to do that with the three clip shows. Like I, <laughs> when does Stone Ocean come out? December. December. Okay. Oh, yeah, I December forgot to release. I forgot to send y'all one of my favorite manga panels from this chapter. Uh, it's oh very horny. Uh, Seko taking the boss captive. Yeah. Why is yeah. Why is Dopio looking like? Yeah. Oh, he looks. We're here. How about it, man? Like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking at his hair. He's popping that hip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Seko looks like a ghoul. Yeah, like this does. has the same energy as Jorno draped over Golden Experience. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just that deranged, bizarro version of it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I don't know why, but he reminds me of like, uh, fuck. Was it? Did Skeletor have like a mummy version of himself? Or am I thinking Thunder? You're thinking of Mumra. I'm thinking of Mumra. He re- he yeah. reminds me Mumra? of the base version of Mumra. <laughs> the, the other incredibly named 80s character. <laughs> <laughs> Skeletor and Mumra. Just <laughs> what a fucking pair. <laughs> I mean, in a show called He-Man. <laughs> and Thundercats. Like- yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Are you conf- are you complaining about some about a series that has the name Manny Faces in it? No, I'm, I'm not complaining. I love it. Like Doesn't Mumra, that, who fights Lionel is and it, Panthro. Isn't isn't there a character in He Man named Man at War or something like that? Yes. Like, oh know, no, it's yeah. Man at Arms. Man at Arms. Sorry, yes, it was Man at War, Man at Arms. Yeah, Man at up. Arms, Beastmaster. It's great. They're all terrible. It's, it's, they're just toy commercials. It's literally He Man, like, <laughs> and like, the masters of the universe. Uh, like, oh, it's great. You want to go back to the drawing board? You want to like brainstorm a better name than that? No, no it it's is literally perfect. not worth their effort. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't clearly. <laughs> so uh, does does Dobio not actually need Epitaph out to 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 do the Epitaph thing? Because he mentions predicting that Bruno would never uh, sacrifice a child like him to you know for the fight. Is like when did you do that? Needs to screen. Because I would kill. <laughs> I would kill a child to kill Seko. <laughs> Yeah, that might actually be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, but Bruno didn't have to, so he didn't. Yeah, there you go. For my for my casting ritual that I have to kill a child to kill Seko, I'm good with it. <laughs> well, there you have it, Tim. Kids, Tim, there we have it, folks. Tim wants to kill children. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for watching. <laughs> Wait, no. Star all no. Signing out for all of you mud spitting nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Echo hear anything over the sound of his ass clapping together. I'm trying to catch Bukarati, but I can't hear him over the sound of my ass cheeks clapping together. It's because you fed me all those sweet, sweet sugar cubes. <laughs> now I have this dump truck ass. <laughs>